Whoa. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and hey, this is a GDP Minute. Obligatory plug, January 17th, GDP Hustle. Be there. I don't even need to go to sales mode because the product's really good, and I think everyone's really going to enjoy themselves, but I would love for it to be a successful event, like most things. Nonetheless, we just had the e-com gods up on the building. Up on the building. Nice, Big Boshi. We're just going to keep rocking, though. We had them in the building. James Teston, Nick Rakuya. James runs Warm Up Nutrition. Nick runs Keto Brownie. And they both run big e-commerce businesses. And we had a great time. And somewhere in the middle, if you're looking for some value, they talk about starting an e-commerce business in 2020, how to do it, some mistakes people make. And a lot of these like normal like entrepreneurs who are telling you how to do it, they're kind of glamorizing it. It's not really that easy. But at least we're being honest over here. And they're great guys. And they'll be here on the 17th too. And we're dropping a trailer with them pretty soon. And we're rolling. Big Fresh, I'm ready to go. That's GDP Minute. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait. Was that not it? Enter. Just you forgot to enter. Before we start, nobody talk. Hey guys, this is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast. And listen, man, if you by chance, and you, this will sound familiar to you too, I jacked it from a podcast that we all enjoy, and I, I'll never deny that. But if you by chance get any sort of hashtag value from this episode, whether you laugh, you're entertained, you cry, or, or you're just bumping out work, and you're like, damn, one of those dudes sounds wicked sexy. Just share it with a friend. And if you don't have friends, you... You shouldn't be listening to podcasts. You should probably go make some friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. I told you not to talk. Oh, shit. Fuck's your problem, bro. <laughs> you might and, and nonetheless, bo- look at that. Perfect cued timing. Before I, I announce who's producing the episode today and our guests, dude, I got a fresh event coming up with the GDP team. Big Fresh will be there. These two hot dudes will be there. It's on January 17th. It's called GDP Hustle, and it's for Boston-based brands, like the two young men I have up right now. Because you guys know, it's tough to meet people out here if you're hustling full day. Agreed? Absolutely. Agreed. And so it's like, yo, why don't we get a bunch of like-minded psychos in the same place? I'm not taxing anybody crazy. It's 50 bucks a table. Like, dude, some dude today was like, dude, I can't come home with 50 bucks. I was like, bro, then you should not come to the event. No bullshit. But then I was like, yeah, bro, you might be able to work something out where you can like help out at the event if you want. And he was like, thanks, man. That'd be great. Because I would never just exclude something like that. Also, there's going to be a live pitch competition. And I've been jamming the phones all day trying to land a speaker. I'll keep everybody updated. I got two people in the works. I've been trying to finesse. And I think one of them caught hook, line, and sinker. Nonetheless, who's producing the episode today? Let's go. Yo, yo. Big Fresh checking in. What up? Fresh is back. And on my right, I have two young men who I have an, an immense amount of admiration for. Because they're hustlers, man. They work hard and they do their own thing <laughs> and they're accountable. And I've learned a lot from them. I got the Ecom Gods. Ecom Gods. <laughs> you guys like that as a team name? Yeah, you got a lot of names for us, man. Yeah, you're the nickname king. Well, the Ecom Gods is good. The Clean Cut Boys. <laughs> Captain Barbasol. I'll have a clean cut tomorrow. You miss me by a day. I might go with you. Young yeah. straight blade. Have you, been have, you gone yet? have you been going once a week? 
No, I go once every other week. Don't lie to me, bro. I, went to I, went, I, went, I, I, I haven't I seen a lot of week. Instagram stories, though. I wish dog. I went once a week. I go in there and just shoot the shit sometimes and stuff. Like, if I'm in the area, I'll go say what's up to my brother. Well, we have your brother just line up your beard be like, hey, bro, can you just touch me up real quick? You got a second? <laughs> no, I've done that where I'll go in. I'll be like, give me a buzzer. And I'll just, like, mess with it myself. Oof. That's scary. Me and Big Fresh actually met at the barbershop. You know that? No, way. really. Well, we didn't meet, but I asked him to produce for the podcast at the barbershop. Okay. But Big Fresh is a free agent, though. He huh? he's been he's been jumping around, so you might have to put him on your brother's shop. Yeah, you got to get him on the contract. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to find the right shop, man. It's just, still hasn't found it. Market yeah. your brother's services real quick. How much does he charge? <laughs> he charges twenty five dollars a cut. He's giving you a sixty five dollar cut for twenty five dollars. Twenty five with tip. Nah, you should tip. So thirty. So thirty. 30. You're paying thirty. <laughs> thirty bucks. Get hooked up. Like you said, you see how I walk around usually. Confident. Confident. He'll make you feel confident. But is he one of those dudes that's going to like rub your back and make you feel good about yourself? He's not going to do that. Especially then why not would I me. go to him, bro? Especially not for me. No, he actually will. Nick will rub your back. That's for sure. He'll have you walking out of that shop thinking like, you're the man. Like, I never had a big brother. So, like, if yeah. I go in there, will he be like, hey, bro, I got your back? Nick will be your big brother. I might have to go. He's got some crazy <laughs> stories, too. Yeah. It's almost worth it just to hear his stories. Yeah, going in there listening to his stories alone is, uh, is well, worth it. Well, Nick, I'll give you a shout-out because I told you I just met him on the phone, but he's like, yo, bro, I want some next-level shit with this podcast <laughs> shit, bro. He's like, bro, a barbershop, a barbershop podcast, bro, I'm going to bring this shit next level, bro. You should have him come on and give you a live cut. Whoa. Yeah, you like Maybe that? at the event. Okay. That would be a dope. Have him at the event giving people cuts. That'd be sick. Yo. Corner chair. Could he bring? Could he set something up? He could set something up. You yeah. got to call him. That would be dope. That would be Oh, 100% like, call him out. That's your whole thing. Hot dudes, hot chicks. You should have someone here getting everyone fresh. Bro, that's not a that's not a bad deal at all, bro. Yeah. I will definitely do that. Well, yeah, we'll get him set up. What could he bring? Like a table and like some He'll clippers? Bring, all he needs is a chair, really, and a mirror. Like chair and a mirror. He'll do it. But it would be tragic if he gives a bad cut at the event. Nah, that would <laughs> throw up the whole event, bro. Where's, uh, where's his shop shops? located? Uh, Razor Right Bobby Shop, Central Ave, Somerville, right here in Somerville. Yeah. Razor, Razor Right. Mm-hmm. So, can you guys give a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? Yeah, start it up, Nick. Yeah, sure. So, I was on the Golden Dare podcast back in the summer. Uh, my name is Nick Bracuya. I run a company called Keto Brownie where we make low-sugar ketogenic snacks. Uh, we have two products right now. We have the brand-new Keto Brownie Mix, and we also have some uh, flavored bars in two flavors, Blondie and Chocolate Almond, and we mainly sell on Amazon and on our website, ketobrownie.com. And I'll testify, I every time I have the Keto Brownie on me, I eat them. I like them a lot. I taste the monk fruit. It's, it's the best sweetener out there for keto. It's great. Next. Yep, I'm James Testa from East Boston, from right here in Boston. I'm the founder of Warm Up Nutrition. Uh, our product is a high-protein coffee. It's real coffee with protein in it. Fits all diets. Doesn't have any sugars, carbs, none of that stuff. We actually just dropped. Our original product was just regular coffee. We just came out yesterday with our French vanilla flavor. and we used Let's monk, go. Yeah, we used monk fruit sweetener in that too. Uh, monk fruit and stevia. So it's all natural sweetener. still all natural. Still only 60 calories. It's bomb. Get your basic white girl on. Try it out. Um, and we're actually going to be launching a third product too in the new year. And it's going to be a personal training subscription, basically. You were telling me about this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, ac- I'm actually really excited about this one because it's just a tip, new type Tip that of up just a little bit. You'll hear yourself. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a new type of project, so I'm really excited about it. It's going to be 
you're going to become a warm-up warrior when you subscribe. It's going to be literally only $9.99 a month. We're going to do two Facebook Lives per week with either myself or a trainer that I sponsor. And it's going to be – one is going to be focused on muscle building, and then the other is going to be focused on weight loss. And, like, we're going to give you literally everything a trainer is going to give you right in the comfort of your home on a Facebook Live. If you can't catch the live, we just save it. We're going to post it to the group. And you'll have that'll be like a private access group. So for nine ninety nine a month, like we're gonna give you everything you need to start a transformation. We're even gonna give you like a free blueprint um, once you subscribe. Well, <laughs> so when you're starting up this project, what is your hope? Like, what results do you want to get from this? Are you trying to build brand for yourself? Do you did um, you notice there was like an opening in the market or like? Yeah, I definitely noticed. Like just through like everything me and Nick have done, like working on these businesses, growing these businesses. I've just seen opportunity for this type of like revenue model and with the audiences we already have, I know I have people that are already interested in that type of thing. So it definitely could like leverage my current audience and customers to start something like that and then just use advertising and all that to grow it. But I think um, the ultimate goal with it is to get people results, build trust with the company because if you're giving me $10 a month and I'm giving you everything you need to be in your best shape, why wouldn't you trust us enough to buy our products? Is it <coughs> is it scary for you to try out new for both of you to try out new SKUs, new products? Just because, like, I'm sure it took like months and months to develop that core, like, central thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we do a lot of testing before, so we'll do like samples, early prototypes. Uh, we'll also pull pull our audiences and send out surveys. Be like, hey, what flavor would you like? Or we'll give them a choice. Say we're thinking of trying like these six products. Like, which of them are most appealing to you? How many times did you test this? Um, so I Chocolate fudge brownie bacon mix. Yeah, so that was that took like eight months to develop. Ooh. Went through a few iterations. Um, I was like bouncing back between manufacturers, trying to like nail down like best price and who could really do like the, the best job and supply like the, the quickest turnaround. But How did you notice there was a niche for a mix? Like what, when were you like, okay, that will make me money? Um, so it's like kind of just a logical next step for the brand name Keto Brownie and basically off my like customer polling, that's something they were interested in and just based on search volume for like Amazon and the current products that were up well, there. Well, yeah. I mean, you say that, but you're the big analytics guy. You test yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, like we look at the search volume, like the demand that's on Amazon and how many products are up there to compete, like how easy it would be to rank for certain keywords on Amazon. So of course, like all analytics and stuff go into it, but also what the customers want can i be honest one thing i learned from both of you after we ran the episodes and was it like early spring i was like yeah we started connecting around like june yeah i think our podcast right? was well you summer. came to my event in may okay so yeah we were on in the summer that, yeah and you call you hit me in the dm you called me and i was like i would do the same thing Slid if I in the dms this is when we talked on the phone he wow. showed up just and what happened you what happened to your boy where's he been i haven't seen him around. <laughs> he actually just finished up uh he just finished up his last semester at college, so he's all done now. He's going to be going to PT school. Can I tell you guys something crazy? Yeah. I graduated college yesterday. Oh, look at that. Oh, Congrats. Shit. Let's get it, dude. Oh, where'd you graduate from? Providence <laughs> College. He's done Good it. for you. And I could go on a rant about a lot of ways I feel about it, but I finished, yeah. and I got my LLC before I got my degree. That's all I'll say. That's, That's all, all that matters. Say. 100%. That's literally all that matters. That's true. Yeah, I say all the time. I think I college... College serves a purpose, but you definitely do not need it today's day and age. It's not worth – let's put it this way. It's not worth Absolutely the cost. Absolutely not. Not for entrepreneurship. It's not worth business, the cost. No. But one thing you guys realize at school 
is you realize how much you hated school, right? Yeah. I mean, I liked school. I hated. Oh, I hated my jobs. Guys. I hated my job. That's oh, you I hated, hated your job. Yeah. And and do you feel like your school funneled you into the job? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where, no where, you, where are you like EY or something? Uh, Deloitte. Yeah. Okay, so and big four accounting like, private company. Yeah. Yeah, I was the opposite. I liked everything about school, but school. I was the same way, bro. <laughs> yeah. You love talking to everybody, right? Yeah, I just yeah. like hanging out with my calf, like shooting the shit, like all that kind of stuff. But the academics. Yeah, I'm not like think about it. In most college classes, you're just sitting there waiting for the class to end. Everyone's on their laptop, yeah. doing work. And what are you even learning? To be honest, you know, what I mean, me and Nick talk about it all the time. What we've learned in the past year, forcing ourselves to do this, risking our own money, all that kind of stuff. We learned more probably in the past 12 months than I did in a four-year degree. Absolutely, but <coughs> but so I'm gonna sound very like biased here. But some people I learn just like you. I learn by doing. Yeah. Some people at the format of traditional education actually helps them yeah no doubt about it it all depends on the person like i wouldn't like if you want if you want to go work at deloitte you should go to college and go do managerial accounting yeah you absolutely need to like if you're doing accounting or like you want to be a lawyer or like a doctor like you have to go through those kind of studies and uh the the kind of tests and all that stuff to make sure you, you understand like the the knowledge and all that's required for the job but if you're trying to like build an yeah an e-commerce business like go to YouTube and buy like a $200 course from somebody who's built something or talk to somebody who's built something and just start working. Fresh thoughts on college. Fresh as a graduate. I am. Um, Say it fresh. Well, so I think that's the thing is like for some people, it's like, if you don't know what you want to do after like high school, then that college is like probably a good option or you can take like a year or two to like figure it out. But I think recently what's happened is, um, college has become like the only step up from high school it's like everyone kind of seems to think that there's no other path other than like to go to college and you, can't, you can't just go straight to the league yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah well you can in entrepreneurship absolutely and i think one thing you guys know is like dude it's about if you can get the job done yeah that's everything it. is about can, are you gonna get it done that's it yeah yeah pieces of paper matter less and less they don't matter yeah and what matters was how good was your phone call today with the dude that you're trying to do business with? Right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we say, like, me and Nick say all the time, like, how you're saying, like, through doing all that, you're building skills that are going to make you money rather than a lot of times. This isn't everybody, but a lot of times you hear people complain about their jobs. So you're not applying yourself 100%. You might be getting a steady paycheck, whatever it is. You're not applying yourself 100%. So you're not building skills that are going to make you a better, well-rounded individual that ultimately are going to make you money. But absolutely <coughs> but also you guys understand that you got to be a little you like gotta like to test the limits a little bit to be in a space that all, the three of us are in you know what i'm saying yeah. you gotta like playing you gotta get uncomfortable crazy. well every day is uncomfortable yeah. dog. it's just constant issues fires hurdles do you feel that way do you feel like every day like is just problems at i mean not every day but i mean it's probably at least something every day that pops up yeah at least in these early stages you know what i mean yeah like, like, w- like, what specifically were some problems for you today? Um, let's see. Be transparent. Okay, like sample packs, for example. We're talking about we're going to start doing free plus shipping offers. I have a manufacturer, like me and Nick, are swearing at each other because they're away for the Chinese New Year, and, like, I'm trying to get these sample packs ordered. So what is, like that. a sample pack, like a small pack? Yeah, just pack. like a yeah. one-serving sample. But I want to – I have ones that I ordered off Amazon. They're just not branded. I'm going to put a sticker on them, and that's fine. But I want to do custom branded ones. The manufacturer in China, they're away on, like, Chinese New Year, whatever it is right now. So it's, like, 
I sent her six emails, never told me, like, what's going on. So, I'm like, I'm sitting here, like, what the hell? I got to get the ball rolling, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just little stuff like that all the time. Nothing ever just goes smooth. Yeah, mine's the exact never. same. <laughs> I bought, like, a thousand sample pack boxes um, from a Chinese supplier, and they don't fit, like, exactly to my manufacturer's machine. So, I'm, like, literally hot gluing sample oh. boxes, like, folding and hot gluing a thousand sample boxes over, like, the next couple months now. Oh, wait, so you bought the sample boxes from China? Yeah. And then you got them sent to your manufacturer? Yeah, I mean, they gave me, like, the dye line and everything. They're like, we have a, we have a customer who uses this exact dye line, and it's just, like, small, like, manufacturing differences from whatever supplier they use versus what I use. Like, exact same dye line, paid my graphic designer, put art all over it, got a 1,000 made, shipped. And they're like, oh, yeah, this doesn't work. They all break. And I'm like, all right, well... Now I got a hot glue. So and then you bought a ticket to China. You're ready to swing. Yeah. You no, guys should go yeah. together. We I'm should show oh, up like don't business. Let me, don't let me go out there. I won't come back. I'll just have James and a couple of buddies. Listen, what you there. get, guys, for for sending jobs no. internationally. Can we do this domestic? No, we can't. Not for the nah, cheaper. Nah, not, not not for yeah. that bag. You though. can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I try to tell people too. Like, there's certain things. You dead ass can't. Yeah, that's like I'm reason. very proud that like we manufacture in the USA. Take pride in that. As far as like packaging and stuff like that, especially when you're starting up a company with no investment and all that kind of stuff, yep. you need to get things done as cheap as possible. And you can't like it's not even comparison to China. Like I've had people reach out to me saying, "Can we quote you?" And I see they're a U.S. company. And I'm like, "Hey, I get them made in China," and they like give up right there. Wow. And they're actually yeah. really fast too. Like when you get them to make it and ship it, they're fast. They're like faster than the U.S. turnaround. Yeah, it's like four weeks. So what's the process there? You guys get like a ton of like empty boxes, and then once you make the product, you just like slip them in there and ship them out, or? Yeah. So I mean, my manufacturer handles like the big like full boxes, so I'm not doing any of that. But just for like like we're trying free plus sh shipping sample offers now. So yeah, they'll send me like a flat box. I'm like open it, folding it, gluing the bottom, putting oh, yeah. putting like a couple uh, bars in there, gluing the top, and then like putting it in a in a uh, Ziploc shipping label and then just print a label, oh, slapping on it, bring it to the post office. So yeah, it's like very manual fulfillment. We probably shouldn't be doing it, but yeah, um, I just ran into the issue and now it's like, all right, whatever. I'll just burn through a thousand boxes really fast and it's just a good way to test our strategy. So if it ends up working, then I'll just go back to the manufacturer and figure out a solution. But yeah, for now, this, it's just this is something we've been pretty excited about to try and get going. Um, yeah, yeah, free plus shipping because you can like, it's just a good way with selling consumable products and it's a lot harder to tell somebody, Hey, pay thirty five dollars for this product you've never tried or heard of yet by running an ad versus, Hey, try our product for free. If you like it, come buy it. And like we have good products that we're confident in too, so it's like the more people we can get to try it, the yeah. more customers you can You gotta get in the door. I yeah. totally get it. Get them to try it and then give them a discount, email retarget ads and well so that's why events i'm sure would probably be huge for you guys like do you guys obviously not plugging the event on the 17th but again we got a 60 table max and we're probably already halfway there so if you want to get a table just event, <laughs> event bright link but <laughs> has that been a good like roi for you guys like showing up and actually setting up and doing samples places have you guys done any of that like yeah i've, I've never seen you guys at whole foods no, nah, we haven't tried any, like, big supermarkets, but we've done, like, local stuff, like a bunch of Suffolk events. Um, yeah, we've done all that kind of stuff, like 5K races, nutrition yeah, stores, stuff, like, all that stuff. Why are you saying it like that? Was it terrible? It's, like, no, like, you just don't... There's just no ROI. There's just no yeah. ROI. Even for bigger companies, I was talking to a guy, he runs distribution for Boarhead and stuff, Boarhead, 
And he said, like, yeah, like, we do those all the time. That's, like, just no ROI. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just talking to people looking for free stuff if you're at events or whatever. Even at a nutrition stock, it's like, cool, I'll try this sample. This isn't really what I'm looking to get right now. So you're better off kind of looking for people who want what you're selling. Yeah. yeah. And you don't really have control over what kind of people show up to the events. Yeah. You don't so have, online, it's like you can, spec- like, get really specific to keto, low sugar, whatever they're looking for, and target it Unless that way. it's a private event. Yeah. So you're not really collecting data or anything either. Like if I'm just at a 5K race, like people don't want to give you their email. They don't want to, like if we're doing a sample pack, people are buying that. I now have your phone number. I now have your email. I can pick up the phone and literally call you. Hey, like, do you like the samples? We got your card on file. Let's get you a full bag, you know? Well, (coughs) right now, and then after this, we'll segue into all the value we're going to provide on running e-commerce business in 2020. But Right now, for you guys, what's the most fulfilling part of running your business? Because I've noticed I this is the best part for me mm-hmm. in anything. is just meeting people, running new episodes, making the connection. Do you guys still have that, or are you guys like totally money-focused? Like you like just seeing pushing the top line? I mean, I get a lot of fulfillment of just doing something that I like doing. I just like it so much more than my own job, so... That just keeps me going. Your old like, job. No matter what. Yeah. So that just keeps me going no matter what. Yeah, you really hated that old yeah, job. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. It was <laughs> just. about it all Nick's the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. Nick is the GOAT. <laughs> like, he's your, like, story that you read about online. Two ditches is nine to five, account yeah. and sleep. It wasn't even nine like, to five. It was like nine to one a.m. Yeah. He but, <laughs> was himself. So did you but, have yeah. the keto brownie idea before you left, or was that something you figured out after? So I actually joined, like, an online incubator. It was, uh, I was always following like entrepreneurship type stuff, like through college and after college. And there was this one entrepreneur who I was following forever and he opened up like a 40 person incubator. It was like a 10 week course and you basically had like one on one access to him. He, he like taught you and helped you launch a business. So I joined that and that's like kind of how I got the kickstart for like entrepreneurship and like how to, how to actually like structure the business and, and launch it. And at the same time, like I started doing keto just to like get in better shape. So it kind of all just like meshed together perfectly at that time. But, um, but yeah, I was still working full time and like I basically launched the business and grew it for like a year and a few months and then I quit my job. So I've been uh, doing it full time for like a year and I don't know, almost two years now. So fresh, great question. Segway back to the most fulfilling. So you just like living on your own terms yeah i just like running my own business and but i also do get a lot of enjoyment of just like making healthier snacks i have a lot of uh, like doctor's offices who buy it wholesale and give it to their patients or like low sugar and like, mm-hmm. diabetic and stuff so um i'm at least making something that's like a healthier alternative mm-hmm. for just people what about you james yeah i think it's just like it's just doing what you want to do you know it's like like nick said like you're actually like adding value you're in complete control of it you're adding value it's fun yeah you go through a ton of hurdles but like me and nick get to hang out every day and like try and like build businesses like that's fun to me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and um as a small business too especially in like the nutrition space and food space you can you're not this big corporation that has no choice but to focus on the bottom line top line whatever you want to call it we can actually make awesome products, like you said, and, like, make products that, like, no, that ingredient's bogus. I'm not going to put it in there. Like, we can actually bring, like, quality control. products. control, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could bring quality products to market, and that's what, like, I love about my product because I know that there's no other powdered supplement that's as natural as it. 
like you can look at an ingredient list. Go find me one powdered supplement with three ingredients. Yeah, it's you guys be- obviously believe in your products, yeah. and so it's really easy to sell something you believe in. Yeah, and just creating something's <clears throat> fun. Like we just have ideas, we bounce off, and then we're like, all right, yeah, that's gonna be the next product, and then yeah. it's just an idea in our head, and then we start designing all the all the pro. We design the products, then we start picking all the ingredients, then we go through trials, then we launch it, and then you have a product. So just bringing something to life is really cool too. So after the we ran the episodes. I noticed personally in my outside life that there was a little bit of a niche for growing an e-commerce business. And so I've consulted these two a bunch and they've helped me a lot. So thank you. Thank you for taking all my annoying calls. Also, what's good, bro? These dudes at gym and want your product. I know. I know. You got, can you show up? Cause I know you'll show up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Crazy you told weeks. me too. I ended up like texting one of them and we fell off. We'll go in together one day. We'll go in together one day. We promise. Just go, go tomorrow. Yeah. We got to get that wrong one. I Dude. Know. Cause they got the keto wafers on the shelves. Yeah, right. there, they got bro. Really? In there. Yeah. Get those yeah. keto wafers, uh, wafers off the shelf. And they got C4 in there too. Yeah. Forget C4, man. That's <laughs> trash. I have, uh, I actually have coming in tomorrow like a couple bags of the french vanilla that i shipped to myself because i sent everything from the manufacturer straight to the warehouses um so i have a couple bags coming in tomorrow so i have one to be able to go in there and just say hey, try it out whatever fire yeah okay so i think a lot of people think running an amazon business or an e-commerce business via amazon or shopify is the easiest thing in the world obviously it's not running any business is not easy there's no such thing as easy business right but you guys are two individuals who have done it successfully. And so I think there there will be some people listening to this who want to get started. Can you guys give a quick, easy synopsis on like where you would start in 2020? Is the market too oversaturated because a lot of people are doing it? So I feel like it's a lot easier to start a business now, but it's obviously really challenging to like grow it and keep it keep it alive um like things like shopify and things like click funnels which are like two amazing softwares where back in the day you had to overcome like so many hurdles to start a business you had to figure out how to like get people's credit card information processed you had to like build websites like from scratch um all that kind of stuff and now you have something like shopify where in like 10 minutes you have you can accept credit cards you can have your your entire website designed with like drag and drop editors like I design all my web stuff and I don't know how to do any type of like website building. So all these softwares make it so easy. Like if you give us 30 minutes, we can have a new business up, like a new business, like up and running on the internet in 30 minutes. Um, so it's That's so like, wild. Yeah. yeah. So it's you like, know. yeah. And, and we take it for granted like yeah, 20 years ago. Not oh, even, not even 20, not even like stuff. five years ago. I think it's only, Shopify's only been around for five, five years or so. I mean, imagine not even being able to sell products online. They I slept on I mean. Bezos crazy, bro. Now people, that's what's yeah. crazy is like people don't even sell to retail anymore. Like they yeah. just build the e-commerce brands. It's e- it's easier. It's more efficient. Yeah, you can get your store up in like 30 minutes. You Anybody can go buy ads now. So like the, the barrier to entry is so, so low that anybody with, with a little bit of time and money can have an, an operating e-commerce store like in a day, especially if you just go to YouTube, type in Shopify, and you can just go through like 50 pages of how to build a Shopify uh, store. Big pass, though. It's going to be like, do you want a 12x your income this yeah. year? Well, that's the thing. Here's my say. friend, Oxana. Yeah. Yeah, Have you guys seen that one? Of, stay the app away from all like these gurus. Every time you open up Facebook, you see like an ad uh, with them just saying crazy stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. A lot of the courses you'll buy and stuff, yeah, they're giving it all to you. Like, this is what it is. 
but they're not giving it to you how to succeed at it. It's like, hey, make an Amazon account. This is where you can source product. Right. This is how you ship the product. Like they're telling you how to do it, but it's like you're not really getting anything. You're not really learning mm-hmm. how to do it. Like Amazon's really, really complex. Like when we were talking the other day on your laptop, me and Nick are like, hell no. You know what I mean? Yeah. With certain stuff, it's like you're not going to get that most of what these guys are trying to sell you. They're not even successful business people. They're making money off selling you that you could be successful. Well, that's their successful business. Yeah. yeah. The that's They're selling shovels. Business. That's all it is. <coughs> it's like, this is my student who they now live on their own terms. Yeah. Here yeah. I am in Thailand. I mean, we can make that right here, right? Just turn the camera and be like, hey, this is... I just We're you. not in a freezing cold warehouse. You can pull up your Amazon account yeah. and like show the... Uh, show the the phone and be like hey i just taught him how to make 20 grand today like on amazon and so easy to fake it yeah yeah just go rent a lambo or something we were talking about it the other day nick like he sent out his first batch of samples like free plus shipping so those convert really well because it's free you just cover like a small shipping fee so i got tons of orders off my email list and like you could just scroll up my shopify, all the shopify and like and like we're like yeah. hey let's make it yeah ad. let's like, just make joking a f- around yeah just mess around show the camera and when you ship your shipping prime like yes. Amazon? Yeah. Everything on Amazon has Prime. Okay. So if we're going really basic, so I think a lot of people can start e-commerce businesses now. Like the coveted way to do it is go on Alibaba. And for those who don't know, Alibaba is like this whole, massive wholesale website, Chinese website, where you yep. can buy like s- stupid basic products. Like you could buy like a blank blender bottle or you right, could buy right. like... A spatula. A, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. a spatula. or you Kitchen could, set. Or like an LED lamp. Right. Then they say buy that in massive bulk, ship it to the US, then flip it and sell it on Amazon for a big markup. Is that how you guys would do it? No. That's not really building the business. <laughs> that's um well that's basically private labeling. So it's when you yeah. take a standard product that anybody can make and just design a, a fancy logo and put it on a product and call it um your own brand. Yeah. Which it technically is, but the problem with that, again, it's just low barrier to entry. Anybody who can go to Alibaba.com can buy that exact product for that exact price. And then you're just like price warring on Amazon. There's no differentiator. Yeah, you don't have a brand. You yeah. know what I mean? Like We're, you're not, we got people who order through our website too. And it's like, you're not going to have that if you do that. You're just going to, like he said, price war on Amazon. Yeah, we're building like like you can't go make my product tomorrow. I can go make anyone on who's just going Alibaba's products tomorrow with, with some money and, and a new logo. Um, but our products, you can't just go make. I mean, if you're a mega corporation with money, yeah. But, you know, if it's a kid behind a laptop, he's not going to be able to rip our products off. So it kind of, like, gives us a moat where even if you go read my ingredient list, you still don't know, like, the measurements and the quantities and how yeah. it's produced. Don't That's give anyone any ideas, bro. Yeah, yeah, I won't. But 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 let's say someone just wants to start and they just want to run, like, a little side hustle business. Would you guys recommend doing an Alibaba thing? Like, what if they don't have the same aspirations about trying to develop a massive nutrition company like you two? Let's say someone's like, yo, I want to get a little extra cash, bro. I'll do a little Chinese flip. It's so, like, that's is it, the thing. Like, no, you could say what you Are we say. talking just physical products or are we talking also, like, service consulting-based businesses? Because there's two models. It's like you can make physical products and sell them or if you have, like, a certain skill set and you can teach people. I mean, just who wants to run an e-commerce business. Okay, so selling actual physical products. Mm-hmm. Um it's just going to be tough. I feel yeah, like it's, it's going to be really tough. To like everybody just like go, go find a product, go to Amazon and type whatever you're thinking and see how many people are on it. It's going to be a lot. You think the same thing? Yeah. It's just not, you it, can't back in the day, like 
just like you said, maybe five years ago, you could buy a spatula on Alibaba and sell a shitload yeah, on when Amazon. When nobody was in e-commerce yet. Yeah, you're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, like, that was a quick little side hustle. Saturation. But I would yeah. say flip stuff. Like, if you want a good little side hustle, flip stuff. The Craigslist flip, maybe. Yeah, yeah Craigslist, Craigslist flip. flip. Like, you can make, like, a thousand bucks a week doing that. Like, I'm very confident in that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <coughs> so... Amazon 2020, usually they come out with like new features for the website. And I'm sure you guys are hawks on that and you like understand how the site's changing. What are the big changes for 2020 in running a business on Amazon? Also, I'm on fucking fire up here. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> Crushing out the questions. No, nah, they, um, well, they just changed their whole dashboard, like the whole aesthetic of it and stuff. And they recently started doing like retargeting and stuff too, where you can create a retargeting ad campaign. And within familiar. Amazon, but it will show up on Facebook now and stuff like that. Before, you used to have to go through hoops to do something like that. Now, you can just go on Amazon, set up retargeting. My product will pop up on your Facebook feed. Yeah, and Amazon's just becoming more and more, like, PPC-focused. So, you need a lot of advertising money to really, like, rank and get sales on Amazon. Uh, so, I, st- I started using machine learning for Amazon PPC like a month ago. Okay, before you get into this, can you give a very simplify what PPC is? Because a lot of people hear it, but they don't really yeah, know Yeah, so it, it is. stands for pay-per-click. And it's basically, if you go to Amazon and type absolutely anything, you'll see like the big banner at the top with sponsored products. And like usually the first one to three products are, are sponsored. So it's just Amazon's um, like paid advertising platform. So if you have products on there, you can essentially pay Amazon to make sure your show's at the top. And you only pay if someone clicks on the ad. Right. You don't pay for impressions. For the exposure. Correct. Seen, yeah. Only when someone clicks. But what if two people are paying for this at the same PPC rate? Do they ju- Is it like a schedule? It always favors who's going to bid more. But what if it's the same? Like two people are paying 50 cents per click. Yeah, someone might have it set up where they have a 50 cent like fixed bid where they say I'm only going to bid 50 cents. And someone might have it set up so that it's up and down and Amazon, if they think you're going to convert the sale, they'll change that 50 cents to a dollar. Yeah. It's called dynamic bidding. So yeah. like what I'm saying, let's say I'm, I'm marketing GDP hoodies mm-hmm. and for some reason our consumers are the same. Right. And I advertise for everyone who's with the keyword, everyone search up keto brownie. Mm-hmm. What if big fresh is selling his hoodies, balance hoodies, and we're both selling at 45 cents? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, that's like, Amazon's I bet, I bet it's on advanced. the schedule. It might be scheduled. It might also be based on historical sales performance. Amazon always wants to favor relevancy. So if it thinks his hoodie is more relevant than yours, it'll probably show his. Or if he has better sales data, it'll probably show his because they're going to make money off of it. And are those PPC ads also targeted? Like it's not just one ad for all of Amazon? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. What he's saying is like, can you differentiate your ads on Amazon? Yeah, I mean like say like if his if he pays for the ad, like that's not going to go for like everyone that's on Amazon, right? Like certain people are going to have different ads on their thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's keyword targeted. Yeah. And there's so many impressions a day too. Like I know that that's how they like split it up too. Like say a certain keyword's getting like a thousand impressions a day and you have a higher budget than me, like your ad campaign is set to a higher budget, you're probably going to get more of those impressions than I'm going to. So to simplify for like people who don't get what this means at all, I didn't either when we started. 
keyword marketing is like every time someone searches up a, a certain term that an advertiser will put in, your ad will pop up. So for instance, if I, again, was marketing a GDP hoodie, I could set my ad to keto brownie. Then every time you search up keto brownie on Amazon or someone searches it up, the GDP sweatshirt will pop up right above the product. Correct? As long as you're outbidding everybody searching keto brownie, yeah. Are there a lot of people searching? What are those numbers looking like, dog? I'm not talking the numbers. <laughs> I know James already got himself in trouble up here talking numbers last time. He's like, shoot, dude, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> he didn't have his CFO. I know, I didn't have my CFO present. So now can you guys explain very simply, I'll let you do it, James. What is an FBA business? I, Big Fresh, this is news to you, right? FBA, what is it? Fulfillment by Amazon. An FBA business is basically you selling stuff exclusively on Amazon. Like you said, you're buying spatulas, shipping it to Amazon, buying, I don't know, iron, shipping it to Amazon. That's FBA, like Prime. Like you, they're fulfilling your inventory. They're doing all that stuff, like Prime shipping one day, all that. Like you make it, ship it to them. They handle the rest. You just focus on like advertising and all that stuff. So, yeah. And what is the benefit to not doing FBA in 2020? Is there any benefit? Again, FBA is when you develop or own a product and then you ship it to Amazon's warehouse and then Amazon's warehouse regulates the inventory for you and ships it out. And honestly, Amazon ships faster than any other carrier. And cheaper. Yeah. And on Sundays. Yeah. yeah just It's just a no-brainer. Taking over the world, man. Yeah, like even if you plan on selling on your website, why not have them fulfill it? Throw your product up on Amazon, whatever sales you get, great. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, logistics-wise, I don't know why you wouldn't. There's literally no benefit to self-fulfilling anymore. I mean, maybe if, if it's small, more. maybe, right? I yeah. mean, I've tested with a bunch of fulfillment centers, and it's always slower, like, more expensive. And, yeah, they they got take, they take holidays off, Sundays off. Like, Amazon's just around the clock, so. What do you but you are you paying for warehouse space at the fba i think we've talked about this before yeah they charge you like inventory and storage fees depending on how many cubic feet you take up so however much inventory you have there at one point have you tried to ship on your own though like i'm sure early stages both you're you. talking about like out of the like garage kind of thing yeah like out no. of like a secret warehouse no way you, no. Ne you never shipped yourself no mm -hmm. it like just I sample just, packs that's it just the sample packs yeah, yeah. it um I mean, you can do cool stuff like write handwritten notes and stuff like that, like if you're doing it yourself, but it's just not efficient. Yeah. Like you can, if you go prime on Amazon too, you're going to rank better. You're going to sell way more stuff. It's like, I don't know. Like there's definitely positives to doing it. Yourself. It's like more homegrown. and Yeah, like it's more homegrown. Authentic, but I guess, but yeah. I totally yeah, it's just it. not economical. Like even now with the sample packs, it's probably not a good use of our time. Yeah. But we're just kind of in weird spot where but I you want to have a little fun too right yeah no it's yeah, it's it nice to get your, up. yeah it's, yeah it's nice to not be staring at a screen all day long at least for like making some products Ugh. and stuff we can put notes in there like you said or just personalize it a little better so so what are you i'll we'll switch off between both of you what are your specific goals for 2020 like what do you per, like both personally what do you want to get done and for the business well we definitely want to like build out our sales system no like you these. like what do you want to do what is like james you evolve in one year uh, yeah i definitely want to just continue to develop myself as an entrepreneur like my skills like speaking sales like marketing all of that 
and con- like continue to like capitalize on those skills to grow my business. I want to um, obviously like you want to increase your sales every year, all that stuff. I'd like to come up with another product this year, like just really keep the ball rolling, but definitely get some like how we were talking about like sample packs and stuff like that. That's a very solid like sales system way of bringing in cheap customers, all that really start to like this year establish like solid systems that we know are just going to constantly bring back return for us. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. We need, like, better systems, better processes, <coughs> maybe hire, like, a couple of virtual assistants to help lighten the load. And once we get better systems in place, like, teach them how to run those systems. What is a virtual assistant? Like, just someone you meet online, you mean? Or? <laughs> yeah, on online dating sites. Yeah. I was going to say, Nick's been heavy on the hinge. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Now, nah, a virtual assistant is... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> It's uh, and there's like websites where you can just go and find like tons of them now, but it's basically like all remote employees who you can set them up on pretty much anything at, at like at this point. They can do like financial stuff. They can do. You guys are like totally with the tech, huh? Logistics. Um, but yeah, you set them up on whatever you need them to do, like whatever project you need them to do, customer service, anything you want to outsource and like get off your plate. Uh, they handle that for you. You like pretty much teach them, set them up how to do it, show them like the back end of your store and how it all runs. Some of them are really skilled in certain things too. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily have to train all of them. Some of them like do what you want them to do. Okay. Now you guys dodged a question though. I mean like on a personal tip in like 2020, like I understand we're all the same way. All you ever think about is your business. Yeah, how you so tied business. In. You're so fucking competitive. I'm the same way, dude. I get it. Have you ever like just taken a step back and like, yo, how could I like work on like James? Like, what could I improve on this year? You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> no, <I> would, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, exactly. Not really, I would say honestly, just definitely stress myself out a little less. No. Um, like we all go through that. Like less especially anxiety. as young kids too. Like we just have a lot going on. You know, we're all young. We're like figuring our lives out, just like everything. You know what I mean? And uh, I would say just stress myself out a little less. Don't be scared to take it a little slower. And uh, just didn't definitely like enjoy mm-hmm. like the ride more you know what i mean what are you yeah i think networking too is a big one you like, meet more people. yeah meet more people who are doing yeah. the same kind of stuff we do like i mean outside of you and james haven't really met anybody else running like their own kind of e-commerce business here in boston so just networking more and maybe potentially getting some like office space too like get out of my apartment for a bit it's getting a little i know a little claustrophobic a little, little lonely in there too <laughs> well january 17th january 17th, january 17th. Awesome. big fresh what about you bro what do you want to get done next year um i don't know the first thing that came to my mind for some reason was i'm just trying to put on a little more size like especially with this like vegetarian diet <laughs> okay hit that warm-up dog hit that warm-up dog trying to get big let's yeah, get on it man I, I don't know i've always been like a big guy but like i don't think i'm like strong enough like for my size which has definitely been like a but challenge. don't tell are you anyone that right now? dude huh? are you lifting right now yeah, you can't bit, get yeah. help unless you ask for it man no don't tell anyone that you're not that strong if nah, you look like, strong that's I what know, i do like what i like um the dude i lift with like he's one of my friends from high school right but he's like what like five six but he's like pretty built for his size so, yeah like, yeah when we lift like we can lift the same amount yep but then like like compared to my body weight still like the ratios off yeah you know? so like my pull-ups are like awful like yeah yeah all that you know? yeah you need to focus on progressive overload man you gotta like all your lifts you just need to make sure each time you get in the gym like you're building strength getting stronger adding weight to the bar um eating a calorie deficit because you're trying to burn some fat still too right yeah yeah i would say just lift real heavy try and get stronger eat up 
Um, just make sure you stay in a calorie <laughs> deficit. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, uh, James is a big Kino body fan, so that's yeah, where he gets get that him, from. We got to get him on the show, man. <laughs> I um, would. Progressive, Adam. Over, progressive overload, like all that stuff. I say to everybody all the time, progressive overload, every like reverse pyramid training, like all the stuff that he does, that's been around like forever. Yeah, but he, he just gla- he, he glamorized it. Yeah. yeah. He's the, bro, people shit on him all the time. Oh, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not shitting him. on him. His I shit fuck is with him. so entertaining, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'm no, not really shitting is. on him. I like, I like Greg Gallagher yeah. definitely. Like, he's a beast. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's all pull our money together. Let's get Big Greg speaking right. here on the 17th. That'd, That'd be it. crazy. What if he was like $80,000? <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we'll, I'll try to come up with some sales pitch. He comes here, gets product, gets Just on the podcast. Just tell him everybody, everybody will be drinking Octane and he can, uh, Yo, he can use it for a video. That's a great idea. Yeah. Have the... Dude, I'll be like, yo, you could just co-sponsor the whole event. Yeah. You could call it Kino Hustle instead, bro. <laughs> just take the whole thing, dog. <laughs> I I still enjoy his content a lot, bro. Yeah, his content's yeah. good. His, his supplements are good, too. We, we've pretty much tried or, or used like, a lot of his supplements. You do, yeah. you do Octane? Uh, yeah, yeah, I tried it like through Nick. It works, bro. Yeah, 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 like Octane's good. It doesn't make you feel like like too jittery. A lot of pre-workouts do that for me. Well, do I just you, like stop taking them all together. Question, do you fast still? Yeah. I was I had the question with a guy at my gym. Does C four and other yeah public, breaks your fast? They yeah. do break. Why? I mean, I I would argue that now. Like I've been reading a lot, a lot of stuff because I want to prove that like my product is like fast and friendly. I've asked you like a million times. Yeah, and it really depends what your goal is with the fast. Because all right, like with a product like mine, it has sixty calories, but that's from pure protein. You're not spiking insulin. Like you have no sugars, no carbs, no fat. You're not if you're fasting for the sake of fat loss, you're not hindering that anymore by like having my product. You know what I'm saying? Versus like I don't know. I don't know what's in like what's in C four as far as calories. Well, dude, I don't know if C four breaks it fast because there's no BCAAs in it and it's zero calorie. What's in that? How do you define? I don't. Breaking what's in that? You serious, bro? That's it's what I'm like saying. Every really chemical in the to... factory, dog. No, exactly. That, that's the thing. Like he brought up a good point. Yeah. How do you define it? breaking a fast? Um, what's your goal of a fast? If it's fat loss, as long as you're not consuming any, any um, <clears throat> like carbs, stuff like that. Like that's the whole point. When you fasted, you want to be in a low insulin state. Well, 2020, no one's asked me my goals, but I think <laughs> I would love to come out with a diet plan and call it the GDP crucifix diet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what yeah. were they feeding Big J man on, on the no, cross? Right on the cross. <laughs> Meat on a stick yeah. and Red a little wine. bit of water. That's wine. it. And whiskey. Literally. And that dude was like, whoa, yeah, right. I am ripped. starving. But he was ripped. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? He was fasting. He didn't eat. That's 40 days of a fast, bro. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't exactly. drinking no C4, dog. No, he wasn't. <laughs> in the desert. He's like, nah, this breaks a fast. No, he was in, oh, was he in the desert? I, I thought he was, was in the... Was he posted up in the cave? What happened in the cave with the J-Man? <laughs> yeah, he came back to life, man. He oh, no. died in the cave. They put him in the tomb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he came back he came to out. life. Yeah, he came yes. out. Dude. He rose. He took the octane. I was gonna say, bro, he was, he was drinking the octane, bro. He came back to life. <laughs> Craig's really got to like post this. It's ridiculous. That ass. Okay. Uh, you gotta cut the Kino segment specifically so we can add him. All of us just add <laughs> yeah, him. Like yeah, crazy. I think we will cut him up a clip, bro. Yeah. That would be sweet if you come out here. He just launched his clothing too. Yeah, yeah Kino yeah. clothing. You, have you put it on yet? No, I never tried it. No, no I didn't. Know when can we get some keto clothing and some warm up clothing? Because yeah. I know you sell shirts, but some gear. Yeah, I have stuff up on my site: hoodies, shirts, tank tops, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't really sell it. I just made a few for like when I go to events and stuff, just to have it on. <laughs> I got a great gear, dude. I can hook you guys up with who does our stuff. Yeah. 
really really dope i'm actually thinking of doing um like women's crop yeah we've we seen it that? bro <laughs> yeah those uh, are dope you i hit him in the deal i was like yo that ass you're a like, pervert you're a perv. bro <laughs> <laughs> no nah, not even you know how many people hit me up and were like i want one of those like how many those people are how many shorties because if dudes were saying it then pause <laughs> no nah, no dudes no dudes i, I did dudes? like a poll people vote and all that everybody was into those that's not a bad idea, bro. You're telling me you wouldn't want your girl wearing one of those? Those are fresh. I, I would not. Those not on public. Those are fresh, I'd say, bro. shorty, save it. Come on. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Those are fresh. They, they're dope, though. Yeah, but I was thinking of, like, making those, so we'll see, you know? Okay, Big Fresh, on a on a music tip for you, what do you want to get done next year? Um, or, or on a creative tip, because, you, you know, you yeah. got your hand in a lot of different baskets. I'm trying to put out a new project for sure. Um, let's, let's music scroll. project? Yeah, yeah. What do you use to produce? Uh, Ableton. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually used FL Studio for like 10 months. Oh, right. Yeah. I was like doing that before I started my business. You're a rap god. You're making beats? I didn't yeah, know Yeah, I was that. making some EDM. I was, uh, oh. I was just looking for new. <laughs> you were really going through it. I was just looking for hobbies. <laughs> I was so bored at work. I was like, oh, I need, I need like some hobbies or something. Yeah. So, I st- yeah. Yeah, I never cool. attempted um, FL. It's just like just too much stuff, I feel like. Yeah. I, I watched some Ableton tutorials and stuff. I almost got it, but. It was, like, towards the end where I was, like, kind of phasing out. So, I was, like, nah. Mm. But, yeah, it was fun. I learned a lot. I took, like, some music theory courses and stuff. Learned uh, about, like, yeah. scales and progressions. Yeah. I just yeah. did, like, one quick course on it. But it was fun. I used to mess around with it, like, all the time. Word. But it's it was cool. Like, I went from knowing absolutely nothing to being able to, like, make, like, decent songs. So. That's sick. We'll take it. Big yeah. Fresh, what's the name on the project? You have one yet? No. Cool. <laughs> just just literally call it the freshest. He's keeping it under wraps, man. He's the not freshest. trying to talk about it yet. Okay. Young men. When will you guys ever with your businesses get to a point where you want to sell it? Because right now it's your baby. But ultimately, you two are very different, I think, in my perspective. You want to be the big boss on entrepreneur badass. You just want the, the bread coming in you both want it but you want one thing more and you want the other thing you know what i'm saying would you guys agree i don't know i mean we talk about the same exact thing all the time it it really just comes down to the situation like what what's the next step like there's always a next step like this is both of our first business we understand that this is a stepping stone too like we this might not always be what we do maybe we decide hey let's sell this we can get a shitload of cash start doing like development projects or let's start another nutrition company and have six times the cash we had to start these you know what i mean um so really like we're just doing what we have to do right now and when the time comes we'll figure it out like whatever that next step is maybe we decide hey it's time for the next thing i feel you how do you gauge that though it's tough right yeah it's really tough um like you said we're just kind of (laughs) focused on growing them scaling them learning along the way like the amount of stuff we've learned this year is pretty insane yeah. like all the software and stuff we've learned all the things we've tried all the strategies so if we ever have to start something else like we're gonna hit the, the ground running pretty fast yeah. and uh, pretty hard so we won't have that learning curve at least for let's start a business let's just do <laughs> it let's do it let's get some yeah. alibaba products that's really what it is too like with that whole like with your first business anybody who like has ever started a business will tell you your first um, legit business. Your first yeah. legit business, like anybody would tell you, you go through, you wouldn't be able to have that second, third, fourth, fifth as fast as you do and be able to grow them and stuff like that if you didn't have that whole learning curve, like Nick said, from that first one. Like, I'm pretty confident, like, we could go to any business in the city now and be like, hey, we're going to run your Facebook ads, get you all set up online, do all this, and be able to charge clients a lot of money, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 
to end. So I think we've talked, uh, we've, again, glamorized this a lot. Can you guys just elaborate on some of the, like, the L's and some of the bad shit? Because it, it would be... Oh, a, it's 99%. Like, well, it would be a total disservice if we didn't talk about, like, yeah, how whack about this shit can be sometimes. Oh, yeah, it's like sucks. 99% terrible. Let's, let's start and with like the one, fact, Yeah, 1% yeah. good. Yeah, let's start with the fact that I was just out of stock for a month texting Nick. I'm going to put a bullet in my damn head if this doesn't, like... Because I went out of stock... Because it took longer than expected to get my package in here. It took longer than expected to get the whole flavor situated because I was going to launch both of them together. So I had a – just everything was getting delayed. And there's no one to run on. to. That's on you, right? Yeah, everything's yeah. on you. <laughs> it's like I'm sitting here. I'm like, what do I even do right now? Um, so, yeah, like that's definitely like – that was terrible. Then earlier in the year, Amazon roasted my listing down for another month because um, like they were doing random compliance checks and decided to pick my product. So – yeah, it's like all little stuff like that. It's just such an up and down game. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, you pour every ounce of your energy into it and the wins happen so much less frequently. Yeah. Yeah, or it's it's true. We've done we've spent like weeks on some on like marketing products and stuff. Like we learned stuff, we like implemented stuff, we built it all, we, we like launched it all and that just like complete just flops. See, it's, it's just it's, like it's dope that you two are together all the time though yeah. but yeah, you guys yeah. feel the isolation of entrepreneurship oh, a lot right? oh hell yeah, yeah like lonely. i think if i didn't have nick i'd be like i don't even want to deal with this <laughs> yeah. like that's dope yeah it's yeah. pretty tough no it is dope definitely like no it's it's easily like the most challenging difficult thing i've ever done in my life like did like college grad school <laughs> cpa exam which has like one of the lowest pass rates of any exam all my friends are taking it right now yeah i worked at like one of the biggest accounting firms and this like easily blows it out of the water for like the most challenging and most difficult and like most stressful thing to do so like it's not said. it's not even close to a walk in the park when is the stress worth it and when's it not worth it for you guys uh it's worth it to be able to wake up and have control of your day yeah. every day yeah that's a factoid that's yeah. like they just we said it on the way here like what else are we gonna do like you can't just quit like, yeah am i just we, gonna go back to a job i hate and like i'll just work real damn hard on this until I know. we literally said that like there's not even a plan b like what are we gonna do like quit because we get stressed out you know what i mean yeah you develop that over time though yeah when you start out it's really easy to say yeah this isn't for me it all comes yeah. down but after to a couple of years in you're like okay i'm in this bitch for the long i've been run, eating though. shit for a while yeah. you can't phase me you know i've already I mean? taken so many else dog. Yeah. what are you gonna do it comes bro? down to like why yeah, you, why you're doing you it do it like, if you don't have a solid reason for it, like, if you're just trying to buy, like, a fancy watch or, like, drive a nice car or have a couple extra thousand bucks in your pocket, like, when stuff gets tough, which it's gonna, like, no matter what, you're just gonna be like, ah, oh, whatever, I don't need that watch or... But well, like that's the thing, when, too. No, yeah, yeah, when when your reason is, I don't want to go back to a job I hate or something like that, like... See, that's interesting. It's hard that, to give up. That's your driver is how much yeah. you hate your no, job. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's don't think like, I'm built for nine to five. Yeah. Like, the people, too, like he's saying, who, like, into it for the reason of, like, they want things. Not that that's bad to want things. We all want things. But, like, a lot of people who are really in it for that reason, they only want a lot of those things out of their own insecurity to impress someone else or whatever it is. So, it's, like, that's not enough, like Nick said, to keep you going. Like, those are the it's people, not, those are the not, people yeah. you notice that those are the ones who quit because there's no purpose behind it. You know what I mean? It's, what? like, I'm just trying to, like, buy shit and be cool, like. 
I would just get a dope job if that's what you wanted. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Go get a dope be job. Way it's way easier. It's way easier. Way you get a steady easier. paycheck every week. You won't have to worry about anything. You go. won't have to reinvest money. Any money yeah. you make is right in your pocket. Like, go make big six figures working for somebody <laughs> else. Yeah. You ain't got to deal with, like, the headaches. Yet. You don't have to make all the decisions. That's, like, some one of the hardest things, too, is just, like... And some... I think some people are better off doing that, too. Yeah. yeah. You know what that's I'm saying? Like, I say all the time, like, I... Like, obviously, we all want to do well. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't want it like that. You get what I'm saying? You want to earn it. I want it like doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I want that, but I want it from doing what I want to do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I totally feel that. Yeah. I think it's... We'll probably have a... To- we should run this episode next year at this time because we'll probably be, all be in a, a much doper place. Oh, it'll be sick. It'll be like, great. Looking back on this. Definitely. Well, it'll be great. It'll be a great document. But how do you how are you gonna evaluate your progress in the next year? How do you do it? Because it's tough, bro. But yeah. if you look back six months, you're like, damn, bro. I'm <laughs> oh, kind of yeah. getting it done out here. I know. No, so it's like college. It's that powerless, bro. Yeah. It's like college. <laughs> like freshman year, you don't even know where like your classes are. You don't even understand like campus yet. So like business, you're just kind of understanding like how does this all kind of put together. Then like sophomore year, you know where your classes are, but like maybe the courses get hard. So that's kind of like what we were at like yeah. we, we kind of understood how it worked but now it's like well now we can learn how to do all these ads and like how does marketing work and how does sales work and then yeah we didn't even know junior, what we were doing year, yeah now junior, we can focus year. on growing a business we just kind of went through like junior year where we like really honed in a lot of skills this year and yeah, now you just, you just went to prom yeah and now senior you sure got loose bro yeah. Yeah. you feel me <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Big Fresh, any last Big questions for the e-com right gods? Now. Yeah, actually, I do. Um, Let's see. So, here. since you guys are selling, like, edible, like, consumable products, uh-huh. how important are, like, brick-and-mortar sales to you? Are you still focused on, like, online retail? It's a great question. Uh, so, we, we like, attempted trying to get into, like, big retail, but it's really tough. Um, I mean, I've had people from GNC, CVS, Vitamin Shop. They all tried my product. Uh, James got like a Whole Foods connection, <laughs> Wegmans. Oh yeah, I basically like said like no to Whole Foods. They were trying to like yeah, they wanted, like, they wanted me to like reformulate, but the way they wanted me to reformulate was because the type of protein I use isn't a best selling protein for them, and they wanted me to do a blend of like other proteins. What, what's their best selling protein? Uh, a blend of like concentrate and isolate, which are two inferior forms of protein than what I'm using. What do you use? Casein. Um, hydrolyzed. Hydrolyzed. Okay. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, I'm just not doing that. Like, Nick saw the email. Like, she basically said, like, yeah, this is what we would want you to do. And I'm not – just to get into Whole Foods, and, yeah, I'd pick up, like, a lot of business. We're very confident we can scale it online ourselves. And I didn't want to, like, make a less quality product just to sell to Whole Foods. Yeah, it's just really tough to get in. You have to be, like, built for it. So you have to have, like, all your logistics, like, properly set up for, like, shipping tons and tons of pallets. Um, you need a lot of cash up front because they're going to yeah. place a huge Stock order fees. and then not want to pay you for like 30, 60 days. Then they have all these crazy fees, like shelving fees, stocking fees. Like if they don't sell the product, they want to just send it back and request money. So and, uh, yeah, it's that, like a headache. Like yeah, but if you're, if you're putting up big numbers, it's a good look. Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely an advantage. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't want to be in GNC or anything, yeah. but um, yeah, we kind of, we like gave it a shot. We were trying like a bunch of things to try and get in there, but. I feel like a lot of it's connection. What about yeah. an independent store, though? Like someone who's not a huge chain. Yeah, we sell some of those. Yeah, we have oh, like smaller, like wholesale um, nutrition yeah. stores. But at the same time, it's just like it's a, every time you do that, it's like another account you have to manage. It's like another place you have to ship to. And a lot of the places we're doing only pick up like a few 
like maybe a few cases every yeah. once in a while. So it's a lot to manage just for like such a little return where we're, if we're just putting like all of our focus into e-commerce right. it's easier it's, it's easier you're starting it's all set leaner. up yeah. Yep, yeah leaner and we are and you get a better margin to more profit when you sell direct to consumer so yeah. that's kind of like we're just really honed in on that and we're going to just try and acquire customers like Definitely. crazy in 2020 i think once you get big then you can worry about like all the retail and yeah. stuff like you can like, like hire out a team to like right. specialize yeah. for that especially and like you're like we're not we didn't raise investment or any of that stuff so it's like you need big funding like nick's saying if you want to get into that game because some companies are exclusively retail the same way some companies are exclusively e-commerce why would you not do both if you could? <laughs> it doesn't make sense well most companies have their website but they're not selling anything through it like you know what i mean like i'll guarantee you like some of the brands that you see on shelves at whole foods don't have much of an e-commerce business and yeah. it's tough. You have to like. I know you hate Whole Foods, but I really love Whole <laughs> Foods, bro. No, I like I like Whole Foods. I go to the buffet and stuff all the, the time. The cart is amazing. Yeah, they do an incredible job with that fresh food. Big Fresh it's had another fire. question. <laughs> he was saying something. I interrupted. You got another one, Big Fresh? Um, no. We should have polled our audience or something. Yeah. I know. Right? Got some have you guys ever questions. thought about like putting together like a Mad Men style e-commerce business, like a? Uh, agency like an agency yeah. there's a lot of those now you're saying like digital advertising yeah, yeah. So. that's the thing like i was saying earlier the barrier to entry for that is so low yeah and there's there's like so much supply now and um but the problem is like a lot of those people don't produce results yeah they don't even know what yeah. they're doing like, it's, I've, like it's happened to me i've hired a lot of people who did nothing mm-hmm. like oh yeah i'm great at ads and then you know they set up ads they just burn your budget they don't get any results and then they're like I don't know. And then, yeah. like, it's nothing we haven't, we don't know how to do. Yeah, that's um, the thing, too. It's like anything that, like, we would even hire out. It's like, we've done this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we have done all of this. Like, we know ads on the same level you know them. So, anything you're doing, like, we've done. So, we can yeah. see what you're doing. So, it's like, when they're not doing anything, like, the guy who owns a restaurant down the street might have no clue looking at it. But, like, me and Nick looking at it, like he said, and yeah. it's like, dude, you're not doing anything. Yeah, yep. but I mean, I you're feel pissed, like. You're pissed. You're pissed. <laughs> With our skill sets, yeah, we could probably get, like, an agency open. We could hire yeah. some people under us, train them. Yeah. Um, no, I'm definitely confident we can do that. Yeah, like in no time. But we'll do GP, GDP ads. We'll yeah. do Jerry Pilot ads. We can do all that. GDP <laughs> agency. I got, I got a couple little side hustles I got going. They're illegal, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell everybody about those. All right, hey, Big Fresh, all good? Yeah. Can we close this thing out real yes, quick? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to be honest. For anyone who was watching this whole time or who will be watching, there was a brief moment during this episode that you guys didn't see where I actually dumped this bag out into my hand. And then I was like looking around. I was like, oh, shit, like try to like put it back in. So I got like half the powder back in and the other half is now on the floor right beneath me. So if you saw that, yeah, that happened. Again, GDP Hustle, January 17th. These two young men will be there. We'll be there. Whoa. And listen, it's free fucking booze. <laughs> Know, free right? booze, you said? <laughs> Why are you whispering it? You got to yell that. Everybody will come. It's like one third of the cost of a night out in Boston. But I don't want to be a scumbag. It's free once you get the table. You feel me? So it's not all technically right, so free. buy a table and then you can drink all you want, which will be cheaper than you going to any bar in Boston mm-hmm. and drinking all you want. Exactly. And you're going to meet dope people here. And you're supporting a good small business. And you're going to meet these two great guys. And Big Fresh is doing the DJ set. Oh, okay. All right. And we're doing a little Big side Fresh deal with Newberry Comics. And we're doing, developing a playlist with them. Okay. Let's go. And Kino Body might show up. <laughs> I'm actually going to cut up these clips and send it to him. Do you got to do it. Well, I'll add them. DM him. Hit <laughs> up his Facebook group. Email him. Hey, I'm James with Warm Nutrition. And I'm Nick with Keto Brownie. And that was our golden hour.